Blog Talk Radio. Hello and a good morning to you, good afternoon or good evening to my friends out there in New Zealand and Australia. Welcome to another episode of The Lion, hosted by myself, David Matthew Brown. Thank you for those of you that are tuning in right now. For those of you that will be coming back to the archives, thank you for coming back to the archives. I appreciate all the feedback which I hear from wonderful people as yourselves where you're sending me future guests and ideas and suggestions, and I just love it. And what I love about this show more than anything is that here on The Lion, we are roaring for good. We are emphasizing the good that people all over the world are doing and helping each other out, whether they're individuals, whether they're groups, whether they're companies. But there's so much good going on this planet that I felt like it was part of my mission to emphasize that good. So this show is part of a group of transformative film and TV and radio companies that are shifting the planet in a good way. And that group is called GATE, and I'm always proud to be a part of that. Uh, Global transformation in entertainment where we emphasize the inspiration, the good, uh, the lessons that we learn and all that wonderful stuff. And it's always wonderful to come back here on the air on Wednesdays and dialogue and talk to a guest. Today is a special day. Today I've been getting some emails and I've been appearing on some other shows. And what I have gathered from all this that I'm hearing is this sense of a shift that is taking place right now. And when I first started out, on this journey, one of the things that was happening was kind of this sense of putting together boards and goals and all sorts of of things, these wants that we were told that we wanted when we were born. And most of us, when we're honest with ourselves, don't know what we want because people from the day that we were born all the way till for some of us up until now, have only been asking for what we want because we were told that that's what we want. A good example of that that seems to always come up for a lot of people is this sense of making millions of dollars, being a billionaire, famous, being being successful and with your success, fame, following that. And these are wants that are propagated throughout the media and through commercials that You're not worthy until this happens. You're not worthy until you have more money in your bank account. You're not worthy until you get the big job. You're not worthy until everybody wants to be around you. You're not worthy until this happens or that happens. And it's all things that appear to be happening outside of us. And so today I'd like to dialogue just for a few minutes since the show is only about 27 minutes. I like to dialogue with us about the mystery. And I know that in a religious sense or in a spiritual sense, the mystery is talked about maybe in a different way. But I would like to simplify it, hopefully, in that simplification of the mystery 
that we can arrive here where we are together and then welcome in the allowance of what is unfolding right here and right now, breath by breath. I hope that makes sense. So the mystery itself would be as though you plant a seed in the ground and the seed is for a rose. And the rose plants its roots in the ground, the seeds, and then the branch comes up and then there's leaves and there's maybe some thorns and then this beautiful blossom comes up. And what's mysterious about that is that you can take a seed and within that seed, you know what's in that seed. You know that within that seed is a rose. You know that it will grow to a certain length. You know that the rose will have thorns. You know that the rose will be red or blue or orange. But you already know what's in that seed. The same can be said about all of us. That when we are born, we already know what's in that seed. We know that we are born from love. And not a love that is stagnant, not a love that is comfortable, not a love that is secure, not a love that seeks approval, not an emotional love, not a seeking, searching kind of love, uh, but a love that is creative and that is creating in each breath expansion of itself to its greater and greater betterment. And within that expansion, what is taking place is an expansion that is endless. So there is no end. There's no end point. And yet, in this field that we may call spiritual or religious, or maybe none of that matters to us, and we call it something else. It does not matter what you call it because what you call it is not what it is. What you call it cannot have any description or identity because once we put an identity on it, we've lost it. And yet it's here. If I was to ask each one of us, where are you? Intellectually and conceptually and maybe through words, you you. You may have read lots of books, so you may be clever in your answer and say, I'm here. Even being here is a concept, but if you are here, can you be quiet here? Can you be quiet in your mind and be in this place of allowance and allow the you that is breathing to expand? without thinking or getting in the way of what is unfolding in the hearing, which is H-E-A-R, which is unfolding in the breathing. So hearing and breathing inside so that you are able to hear the breath as the ocean, that you are able to be so crystal clear in your listening that you're able to hear the breath as the ocean. Just like when you sit on a beach and you look out in the ocean and you close your eyes and you let the sun hit your face and you hear the waves. And at no point as you're hearing the waves do you attempt to get in the wave and say, well, this isn't right. This isn't perfect. 
I need to fix this. I need to change this. I need to change the ocean so it fits my needs. I need to fix this so it fits my life. And yet what we're called to do is we're called to lose our life to gain life. We're called to lose our identity and be in the mystery. And how freeing is that to not have any identity, but to be all of it. And so you rest in this profound ocean of your breath. This breath that is breathing each one of us with no judgment, with no blame, with not trying to fix something or change something or be something or... Uh, play small or play big or or judge or blame. So we are moving collectively into an unfolding and accepting and allowing of what is. What is unfolding? What is unfolding in the hearing? In the hearing of the breath. And so when we rest here in the breath, we begin to rest in wisdom. And then our prayer work only becomes wisdom. Let me have wisdom today. Let me have wisdom for my day. And we lose the identity that we put in an interpretation or story of what we think is unfolding. And we realize in our profound wisdom that what we interpreted or thought or was thinking that was actually happening was not. And so all the places where we thought we were right, we have to accept that maybe in some way we were wrong. And all the places we thought we were wrong, maybe we were actually right. And we have to let both those energetics We have to lose our rightness to rest here. And how glorifying to rest here in the breath as it is breathing, one breath at a time, the mind quiet, nothing to figure out, nothing to create a problem with, nothing to solve a problem, nothing to, if all those aren't working, then the energetic of looking to a concept of the future because the future and the past are just concepts. And now we begin to meet life and we feel like we're getting pulled in a flow of life and a synchronistic flow in this unraveling of a mystery which is endless. So we give up this sense of enlightenment. We give up this sense of in darkness because we realize that what is unfolding within the mystery of what and who we are is enough. And we no longer have to interpret it put stories on it or try to fix it or change it or predict things or look to situations and 
defend ourselves with what we think is going on. And now we are in it all. Now we are in the mystery of life. And courage no longer becomes the aspect of something outside of ourselves. It doesn't become some quality that we put on, like people do with abundance. Many people believe that abundance is wealth. And yet, when we sit with abundance, it is a dance for life. That's why we call it abundance. It is a celebration of life. Abundance, yes, money is an aspect of that, but it's an aspect of the profound mystery of it all, which is that we are in abundance, that we are in everything, that we are in an unending possibility of life that life is not stagnant, that life is not comfortable, that there's no security in life, meaning that most people buy a home that they come to maybe for about four hours a night after they get home from work, sleep there, and leave. And yet that's their security blanket. There's nothing wrong with having a home. There's nothing wrong with having life. There's nothing wrong with having a home or or security in that fashion. But when it becomes so comfortable that you no longer go out into life, then the mystery is no longer a part of your life. There's a wonderful mystery that is unfolding in our meditation work. There's a wonderful mystery unfolding in this, this world and it doesn't have to be apocalyptic. It doesn't have to be nonsense or fear and because we are not comfortable with the mystery that is unfolding in our lives we create fear and then that generates into a collective consciousness where we begin to see in our entertainment structures in our media that the only thing that sells is fear the only thing that sells are two people screaming at each other on TV the only thing that sells is someone's skewed interpretation of the world and we stop buying into that the moment we fall into the mystery and get comfortable with the breath the breath that is breathing us, the bread of life which is nourishing us, the breath which is sustaining all of us, for without it we would die. Our physical bodies would go away, the physical body would feed the earth, and we would go wherever we go. So your soul is what and who you are. And the soul gets its guidance and wisdom through silence, through quiet. And you may ask yourselves in your mind constructs, what, what is that? The soul is quiet because it knows who it is and what it is. And it knows that who it is and what it is is so expansive that it, it doesn't know itself and then stop. It doesn't say, well, I know that there is only love. No, it only moves in love and it understands that love is creative and expansive. So there is no self-righteousness about there is only love. Because what it recognizes is that 
in this creative love that is flowing, that each of us are walking in, it allows the inspiration of itself to be the thought which it engages. And so in this spaciousness, we understand and begin to see fear as an energetic of a mind that feels separate from the whole. And so what begins to unfold is an awareness of this mind. And as the awareness is aware of this mind, which is creating thoughts separate from itself, awareness begins to recognize, perhaps it is because I am searching and seeking for something that I am already. And we give up the search. We give up seeking. We give up craving. We give up attachments out there. Because we used to give those attachments out there power, that they had power over us in some way, that the, the person or, or object had power over us. And now as we begin to fall into the mystery, we recognize that there is no power outside of us because there is no outside or inside, there is only one in the mystery. Even when, for example, a person comes to us and berates us, calls us names, maybe lies about us, maybe that person is correct in some way, maybe they're not. But now we no longer fall into the trappings of a dream. We simply allow that to pass. Because there's nothing for us to hold on to because there is no power outside of that which already is. So we're in this mystery unfolding breath by breath. We begin to sense the breath and feel into the breath. And we notice that within this mystery, different energies arise in us. And rather than the old way or an old paradigm of being with things, where you interpret it, you try to fix it, you ask for help on it, you go you go to wherever you got to go to, you read books on it. Instead, we are called to be aware of that energy. And we simply allow that energy to come up inside of us. We feel the heaviness of it. We might feel it's light. We might feel, but it's just a feeling. And we begin to see that life in the mystery is not about knowing, per se, that I have the key to everything. Because the speaker that is speaking now is just relaying information and is comfortable with not knowing. And yet in the not knowing, there is an internal no, not N-O, but K-N-O-W. So 
in the mystery, we are getting comfortable with not knowing because we've lived with a mind that acts like it knows everything. Problem, it solves its own problems. It focuses on the future. It wants the past. It, it wants to berate people out there. And if all that fails, it berates itself. And none of it's true. Because it's based on imaginings. And so most people spend their lives imagining the worst because they feel separate from what is here. That is why there are no paths to the truth. The truth is the path. There is no roads. All the paths lead to one place. And where is that? Here. We just all have different ways of going about it and we arrive where we started. But we arrive where we started from a new way of seeing and a new way of being and a new way of feeling. That we no longer have to be thinking creatures. That we are feeling creatures that use thought when we need it. In fact, in this spaciousness of the mystery, we become so alert that we are excited to receive the next inspirational thought that we ask ourselves, what is the next thought? And we are like on heightened alert. We are so alert now. We're so alert to the breath. We're so alert to the next thought that we no longer begin to feel the need to put ourselves in situations that no longer feel good. And yet, if we are in those situations, since we are courage, we do not have to fight for it or ask for it or, or uh, move to it in some way. But since we are courage, we are able to handle what is present. And there arises the gift. And so your heart stays open. Your heart stays open and isn't blocked by thoughts, isn't blocked by the mind that feels like, well, this person is separate from me. The thing outside of there is separate from the mystery. No, in fact, it is an internal yes. And so we give up changing or fixing ourselves. We give up searching and seeking and we rest here in the breast and we allow ourselves to cry. We allow ourselves to laugh because we've spent so much time trying to fix rather than accept what is. Everybody wants a reason for things. Everybody wants an answer for things. But those things come to us when we're ready to receive it. When the teacher comes, the student is ready. That's why sometimes when we're in a state of um, imagining, and in those imaginings we're scaring ourselves half to death, we begin to ask people. But the asking isn't coming from the student asking. It's not sincere. It's not honest. Because if it was sincere and honest, we would ask, or we would bring up, 
I'm here scaring myself half to death. I'm telling myself over and over that I'm lacking, that I'm not worthy, uh, that I'm separate, that I don't have enough, that I'm not enough. And I tell myself this over and over and over again. What can I do? That's a different energetic than I don't have enough money. I don't know what to do. The responsibility is in resting in in the breath. And it's a different energetic than what we are used to. And so we are here to serve each other. We are here to help each other because we are a collective family. We are in this together. We are here. And so when we look at our leaders or we look at um, anybody in a position of leading, we are moving to a place now of authenticity and transparency. Why? Because we are authentic and we are transparent. And there's no need to play games. Fear is a game. Fear is a game of separation that we play with ourselves. For the only reason that comes up is that we, frankly, are scared to be here. Otherwise, there would be no reason to think so much and to think about things that don't matter. Quiet our thinking mind in the mystery. We allow the energy to arise without any judgment. Or with that energy, whatever it is, it's okay. It could be, it could be a little bit of a heavy energy. It could be light. It could be a little, uh, maybe nervous or, or frightened. It's okay. Or with it because it's arising here in the mystery. We no longer need or want or desire from a place that we don't feel like we are. Now we begin to come from a place of insight, inspiration. And now our thinking becomes, whenever the thought pops up, of inspiration. And when we need to think, not thinking dominating our lives because we are comfortable in the unknown. We are comfortable with our feelings. We are comfortable in this creative love that is expanding and growing each of us to bigger and better places. That's moving us out of things that no longer serve us with ease and grace. The flow will pull you out of a relationship if it doesn't serve you. It will keep you in a relationship if it feels like it it needs to serve its purpose. It will bring you to a job where it knows that you, while you're at that, that job, will uplift people. So the flow is miraculous, but it's not a miracle as though I'm praying for a miracle. We pray for wisdom because miracle is in the mystery of the creative love which is unfolding. And so we put down our books, we put down our work, put, put back down our workshops and our classes, and we get comfortable in the unknown within ourselves. And we stay quiet and we rest here. And in this, we recognize 
who and what we are. And we recognize that who and what we are is expanding. My name is David Matthew Brown. This is The Lion Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this special show on the mystery. If you want to email me, you can email me at semjase64 at gmail.com. You can check out my blog at Wrestling With Yourself. You can go to Facebook, and you can friend me at David Matthew Brown. Or you can join my new group on my new book called 90 Days of Heat, which you can order on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. Called 90 Days of Heat, Freedom Through Moksha, or my first book, The Book of Life, The Heart Opening. God bless each and every one of you. And remember to rest here and now. This is all we are, and it's ever where we are, and so it is.